Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 291, which was recorded live at Southstart, I lean into an often taboo conversation and discuss money with Trenna Probert, founder and CEO of Super Fierce. Trenna reveals some of the alarming statistics of the current financial inequity facing women in Australia today, particularly in the superannuation gap, a space where taking a few simple steps can give you greater insight and control on your financial future. Drawing from a background in finance and her own lived experience, Trenna shares a range of highly valuable insights to arm you to make informed financial decisions. This is Trenna's version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. Trina, I'm so excited to welcome you to Be The Drop here live at South Start. Uh, and I'm absolutely excited to be here with you as well, Amelia. We're at South Start and you're talking super fierce. Tell us about that, but maybe start with a bit of a story about why, like why super fierce? Where has this come from? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like every other Australian. I never expected to get excited about superannuation um, because it's not the most <laughs> exciting um, topic, really. Uh, and it was really when I realised the power of superannuation to close the bias and, and the gaps of um, economic inequality that we see in this country that I actually got excited about it. So we had actually built a low-cost super fund um, a number of years ago for a client of ours. And at the time, you know, we were um, surprised to see that even advisors and, and people who should know really didn't understand what was going on under the bonnet of super. And so through that process, we'd actually built a tool which would make it easy to explain that. Um, we just kind of popped that to the side at that point. And it, it wasn't until a number of years later when um, you know, I'd seen that we had this horrifying growing statistic where the fastest growing homeless demographic was single women over the age of 55 and a 47% gender retirement gap. And, you know, and for me, the reason why I was so passionate about that was I've always worked in finance in different, different ways, had a pretty luxurious lifestyle previously, travelled the world first class, had a high-flying career, lived in a beautiful harbourside mansion in Sydney. But at the age of 34, I had to borrow $3,000 from my parents to leave uh, an unhealthy relationship with an 18-month-old under my arm and, and literally start again. And the reason why I share that story, and it's, it's a difficult story to share in many ways, um, is because so many people look at someone like me who, you know, looks like they've got it together, sounds educated, um, had a good career, worked in finance, should know, um, should be in control, and they go, it doesn't happen to people like that. But I'm here to tell you it happens to people like me all the time and it happens to all sorts of women in this country all the time. And so Super Fierce is my answer to that problem. You know, it's my burning mission to empower women to understand that 
money, and super is just one form of that, is actually a tool that you can control and use and you're better at that than you know. We're not done with numbers the way people tell us. You know, we manage household budgets. We've got this, we're capable. Money is a tool that gives you choice. It gives you the choice to stay or to leave. It gives you the choice to be a mother and take time out of the workforce or not. You know, go sit on a, on a hill in India in an ASRAM. You know, set up a side gig. You know, whatever it is, but it's a, it's, a, it's a weapon for good because it's a tool that gives you choice. And that's absolutely what we're about. Super fierce for me is that that's what it means. It's giving people choice. Mm. And conversations around salary, I find, is often very taboo. You know, understanding what are we worth, what we should be asking for, what is, uh, you know, a fair and reasonable pay. What's, it's really actually hard to find that information and to have those conversations. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm glad that you bring that up, actually. It's interesting. I noticed that there are so many campaigns of activity now um, trying to encourage employers to open up those conversations because one of the problems is, you know, it's been International Women's Day this week, obviously, and, and the, the hashtag was break the bias. And I think it's great, except what, what troubles me about that is I feel that we're often putting the responsibility back on women to solve the problems that you know are already disadvantageous to us and, and put us in a more vulnerable position. So yeah, we have to be a part of that process and that conversation, but you know, we really need to have everybody coming on that journey with us. And unfortunately, the reality is in this country and around the world, but in this country it's worse than people actually realise is the inequity around what the expectations of what a woman's role is versus a, mayor, a man's role. And that's perpetuated through, you know, expectations around salary. You know, and if we're not having open conversations, we don't know if we're earning less than the man who's doing the same job. But for me, some of the challenge I see is th this is so complex. There are so many layers and there's unconscious bias that goes on uncomfortable to talk taboo around money but also about the inequality and the differences like you know that's that statistic the two million dollar less over a lifetime exists why is that not more prevalent so how do we have these conversations how do we bring about the systems the societal change yeah and I mean you know Unfortunately, there's no magic bullet no. for this. No, <laughs> it's such a big and question. <laughs> it is. It's a massive question, but it's a massive problem. And, and that it's at, But these are the conversations that need to be happening, and they are increasingly, which is exciting to me. You know, I think last year was a watershed year where suddenly more people are seeing this rising tide of dissatisfaction and are adding their voices to that growing, you know, symphony of discontent. And it's not just women. That's the key. Mm -hmm. So something I'm really passionate about is, yes, we need men to own the fact that they are privileged, that there is deep inequality. And that can be very confronting and difficult when you feel like it's not your fault. But I'm sorry, it's just the reality. So instead of being offended by that, help to resolve the problem. Think about a mother you love, a sister, a daughter, a cousin, whatever it is, whoever, whomever she is, actually more to the point. But 
what's important that everybody understands is that a rising tide lifts all boats. So men don't have to give something up. Men don't have to lose for women to do better. You know, there is a way for all of us to do better together. And we must have men on that journey with us and everything in between, right? You know, we, we live in a non-binary world now. So, and that's actually a key point, which is we are all human. You know, we are all deserving of respect. We all have a right to safety. We all have a right to choice and freedom not just 50% of the population. For me, that, that's, that's really nuances of very sophisticated conversations and, you know, holding people accountable but not blame. That's a very fine line and, you know... It's hard. We need to practise those skills. We need to get better at them. And it is hard sometimes if you're on the receiving end of, of the inequality, no, but that's not fair. Or if, you know, vice versa for men, hey, but I didn't... You know, it wasn't me. Uh, so it is that balance of how we can bring people together. Yeah, and, and, and we need to be brave and strong. We need to be fierce. But we also need to be kind and compassionate to each other and understand that we will all make mistakes on this journey because we are fundamentally imperfect as humans and that's the beauty of it. So having the courage not to always have the answer, but the endless curiosity and purpose to pursue it, you know, is the right thing to do. And the best way that we can do that is to coach, encourage um, others to do that um, and to be there to support them, to hear them when it's uncomfortable, but also to hold them to account in, in moving forward. You know, superannuation is this massive, powerful industry huge amounts of money and the power does not sit with me and this this product platform actually you know really opens the kimono on what's actually going on under the bonnet of the superannuation industry and these are powerful people with lots of money so you might imagine that it's kind of terrifying right mm. but for me by focusing on the importance of the mission and the fact that I genuinely believe that everybody who works in the superannuation industry believes in the value of super and, you know, we've got an amazing system, world-class system. They're not trying to do the wrong thing by people. So I choose to believe that we are all on the same mission, which is to create a brighter future for Australians as they age and retire. We just are bringing different perspectives and understanding of how that, that can work. And so, you know, I push past my fear because I know that I can add value, particularly to women. Um, and I also push past the fear because I feel like I must do this because I have the knowledge, I have the ability, I have the tools. But I also push past the fear because I remember that all of these amazing people who work in this industry actually share my goal and I, I see a moment coming in the not too distant future where we're more likely to come together to see how we can collaborate, how we can solve the problems and close the gap together and that makes me really excited and very hopeful. Yeah, because well, none of us want there to be a group of, you know, 
our society that get to retirement and don't, can't afford that. Absolutely. You know, we don't want that. No. And I mean, it's really personal for me. You know, I, I, I mentioned before, I'll be 50 this year. And, you know, I was a single mum with nothing, not that long ago, 34, right? Rebuilt everything from the age of 34. And so it's alarming and feels really too close to home, the fact that women of the age of 55, single women, who've given up their lives to support others, they've given up their careers to care for children in the homes of people who, who loved them, but then they're cast aside. You know, it feels too close to home to me not to act on that. And there are very simple things that we can do. Are you ready for another horrifying number? <laughs> I'm not sure, but yes. It's horrifying, but fabulous as well. The average savings in unnecessary lifetime super fees for an Australian woman, $102,000. That's $102,000 of your money that you've worked really hard for that's meant to be funding a safe um, retirement for you that's just disappearing in unnecessary super fees into the, the, the pockets of, you know, fund managers. And so if the super funds really mean what they say, which is that they're there for the benefit of their members, then they will want to operate more efficiently. They will want to make sure that they are not charging fees that are not delivering real benefits to their members. So we can make a massive change to that together. And it's very, very simple for us to do that. So, you know, in Australia, we, do, we, we focus on performance a lot when it comes to super. One little thing on super that I think a lot of Australians don't really understand. It's not a savings account. It's your first, for many people, your first investment portfolio. Hmm. So the reason you're charged fees is because the super funds are managing that money on your behalf to grow it for the future. So they want to deliver that. And, you know, and they're trying. Like, that's what they want to do, right? But it's important to make sure you're not paying too much for that. Mm. So, and I, I think you're 100% right. I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand what are my fees for, can I manage my fees, you know, the importance of just rolling your superannuation into one so that Absolutely. you're not paying multiple sets yeah. of those fees. And, you know, I think over the years I've certainly been, you know, um, I've done that. So it is just some of those conversations and that's so that's where you're focused with super fierce and, and making Absolutely. sure people I mean, can you know so what we do is and this is just the starting point our goal is to build a full scalable advice platform which will make appropriate affordable advice accessible for every Australian woman now women access financial advice 33% less than men but we need it more like you've seen that we've got some we have some very particular challenges. You know, sorry any men who are listening, but you know, your, your earning trajectory in your life is, is essentially quite homogenous. Women's is not. You know, from woman to woman, we have quite different journeys based on a whole range of different factors. So we need that support more. So ultimately that's our goal. But we started with super because we can see that's where we can have the greatest impact the fastest in closing the gap. We've got a $30 trillion global gender wealth gap. You know, that's the ultimate price. That's what we have to attack. But we're starting with the 
gender retirement gap here in Australia because we can have such an impact immediately. And even just that insight into, you know, what your super is now and what you're likely to have when you retire. Absolutely. That piece, I think, is huge because I don't, I don't believe that people understand that in the conversations I have with family and friends. They're like, oh, I don't know. Like, but you, you need to know. Yeah. And, and how much will it cost when you retire and what are you going to fund that with? Yeah, look, I'm really excited as well. You know, we, we raised money last at the end of last year to, to scale up our business. We'd bootstrapped it until that point. And the reason I'm excited about that money is because it now allows me to invest into the next features of our platform, which I know people are going to love. So being able to model dynamically the impact of different types of contributions being able to model the impact of time out of the workforce for whatever reason, but for women, tremendously important. It's what happens in those ages between 30 and 40 that skew this, this inequity so badly. Um, being able to actually um, get more actively involved in managing the investments within your super as well, like these things that are coming next, which are exciting. But another thing that we've, we've built, and at the moment it's just in Excel, but it'll be digitised for you all soon, which is what is very unsexily at the moment called um, the lifestyle analysis tool. But what it does is it shows you, you know, okay, so you're on track to retire with this much at retirement now, but how much do you need compared with, you know, and how much do you need based on what lifestyle you want to live? Not what ASPA says, which is a comfy lifestyle, which is, you know, about $800 a week. You know, maybe that is okay for you, but maybe it's not. So being able to model what is the lifestyle that you want to live and how much are you going to need in future money terms to get there and what do you need to put in your super today to get there and what are the things that you can do to amplify that. Like, it's so powerful. So, you know, I'm really excited about that because it gives people information and choice. So back to where we started, it's yes. all about choice. Absolutely. It, I, it's so powerful. You know, that choice and using data to inform your choice. So you're not just floating around going, oh, well, I have to put super, it goes somewhere. In financial services, a lot of the time, there's lots of complex terms used. I'd argue a lot of financial jargon is thrown out. and. It, I find that's a problem because it makes people feel dumb. It makes them feel like they don't know. And it makes them shy away from leaning into understanding and learning. So, you know, we're determined that we only use real talk and fierce talk, no financial jargon. So we work really hard to um, try and explain things, not in a way that's talking down to people, but making sure we're creating a strong, common platform of understanding. Look, it I just love it, all of it. Yay. You know, it's it's super fierce and fantastic. It's what we need. Um, and it's an ab absolute privilege to hear what you're doing, to share this information, to encourage particularly women, as you say, obviously men can access this platform as well, but we know the gap is there and women need to access this. So I cannot more strongly encourage people to go and have a look. I will make sure there's links in the show notes to the Super Fierce website, but if you look it up, you could find it, <laughs> Google that. Uh, and Trenna has also said she's got some checklists and worksheets that we can include links to in the show notes as well. So we can help you take those steps to become financially fierce. Do Absolutely. it. And, you know, and if you just um, sign up to our newsletter as well, you don't even have to use our product. You know, we're always sending out lots of, you know, 
fun blogs where we, articles where we actually just try to demystify subjects that matter around finance and, and arming you just with practical strategies and things that you can do that can really make um, a big difference that are really painless. Mm. And conversations about money that you can start having now. And ev everybody has the power to make these changes. Yeah, so and, do it. you know, and there's just, we've started the conversation here. So if you only do one thing, um, talk to somebody, say, how are you doing? And I've been thinking about this with my finances. Like anything new, it's uncomfortable at first. I'm sure you can come up with better language. But, um, you know, start the conversation because you'll find that the other person's going, hmm, yeah, me too, I was wondering about that. And, and start the conversations and, and role model that to younger women and younger people as well. That this, let's normalise that. Let's not be afraid of that. Hmm. It doesn't have to be icky. We don't have to be rude. We don't have to know people's business. But we can be authentic and honest about our own journeys and, and ask for help. And sometimes when you ask for help, you get it. And sometimes you end up helping somebody else as well. And it's a very, very powerful approach to life. Oh, thank you so much, Trina. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.